There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour Z News with celebrities who look <laughs> like they may smell bad. Ugh. So, uh, years ago, the National Enquirer claimed Brad Pitt had stopped using soap because he was worried about toxins and instead used a homemade concoction of lemons, water, and apple cider vinegar. Hmm. And maybe it was true. We're not sure that it was. But Brad Pitt, you look at him, and he looks like he would smell delicious, right? He looks like a very clean man. Yes. So, people on social media are bad-mouthing celebrities who apparently look like they smell bad. Oh. Here are some of the ones... That are mentioned. Can you take any guesses, first of all? Any celebrities come to mind and you just think they probably smell bad? Because when I looked at the list, you were there like, were a yeah. couple on there that I, if I, like, for me, Kid Rock came to mind first because he, to me, he always looks like he needs to wash his hair. Yeah, a little. His hair what always about, looks greasy uh, and oily. Yeah. The real sweaty guy in Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he, he didn't make this list. He looks oh. like he would have some B.O. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily about bo. It, it's a you know cigarettes, booze, oh, post Malone. You know, maybe. So, you know, I or did think of post Malone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or maybe they look like the kind that would douse themselves in cologne or oh, you right. know, yeah, <laughs> right, essential oils that you may not find to be appealing. Right. So okay, so on the list, Mickey Rourke. Yep. Kara, I always struggle with her name. De Levine. Delvey. Delavigne. Uh And that is partially because she's a chain smoker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bam Margera. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bam. Yeah. yeah. Post Malone. Oh, yeah. He, he's on there, Jeff. He has Look a nickname, that. though. They call him Post Cologne. So he oh. might be one of the guys that <laughs> wears funny. too much cologne. a little cologne. spritz or two. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Shia LaBeouf. Jared oh, yeah. Leto sometimes looks like he hasn't had a bath in a month. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Who's Shia LaBeouf? Shia yeah, LaBeouf, yeah. same see, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid, there's Kid Rock. Uh huh. Kesha, yeah. Marilyn Manson, yeah. Megan Fox. I'm assuming she's probably the perfume girl. Yeah, I think her and Machine Gun Kelly look like they need to take a bath sometimes yeah. too. Grimes. Yeah. Madonna. What about like oh, Courtney yeah. Love? Is she on Courtney's there? Courtney's not, but I could see where she would. This is just this is just the top 15. All right, so. I've been in tight quarters with Courtney Love. I smelled nothing. You it's, noticed nothing. Well, you were in a bathroom. Yeah, you might have oh, had maybe some that competing odors. <laughs> yeah. It was her. Oh, all I yeah. smelled was the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> God. 
It's Tra- like urinal cake. <laughs> there <laughs> you kidding. go. Kidding. <laughs> Charlie Sheen is on the list. Oh. Winning. Lindsay Lohan and Johnny Depp. Yeah. So, um, what's his name? Keanu didn't make the list. Keanu did not. All right. Did you not smell Keanu? No, day? I oh. did not. So how could you miss it? It was I overwhelming. I was so enamored with him that I would not have noticed it. What did because he smell I like? Would he smell like underarm odor. Like body odor? Yeah, it was, it was a bit overwhelming. Didn't know if it was like... I, I have been lost doing a lot of traveling or that picture. Do you still have a pi- the picture no, I don't. of him? I can't find it's it. Like anywhere. I have a big box of photos and some year I'll go through all of them and see if maybe that picture is in there because I seem to recall he was where he was there with his band and yeah. that was the reason that he was in the studio. This was shortly at this wasn't long after Speed. Came out. This was right. mid like mid 90s. Yeah. Mid to late 90s. And I mean I just thought he was just the sexiest thing on earth. But he was I so hot in speed. Oh like, god. That black t shirt helped him a ton. Oh, forget it. And then point break. Oh yeah. Ugh, please. So when he showed up, he was I feel like he was wearing like an old grungy jacket or sweatshirt. I mean he it, looked it was like, like a flannel shirt that was open with a T shirt that was untucked underneath. Is that what it was? Yep. And he had like a knit cap on, which I thought was weird because it was in the middle of the summer. And uh he just yeah he's very so nice. Bad. Don't get me wrong. He was a nice dude and he I feel like it might have been dirty, dingy clothes because he'd been on the road with the band. That is believable. Is me. what I kind of, you know, if there was an odor there, that's what I would attribute it to. Right. Because we've all at one point or another accidentally put on a, a piece of clothing that, you know, maybe been in the closet too long or a dog had peed or on, on or floor. something. I'm yes. wearing one right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to take a quick break. Coming up, how does Gwyneth Paltrow feel about conscious uncoupling now? We'll get to that in the rest of the day's E! News straight ahead. First, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Officials. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Announced that ahead of King Charles's coronation, the historic stone called the Stone of Scone has left Scotland and is on its way to London. Yeah, the Stone of Scone. It's not to be confused with the Scone of Stone that's in every Starbucks display case. Now that King Charles has chosen this coronation quiche to serve guests on his big day, he has to explain, why quiche? <laughs> Is it a 70s-themed coronation? Nobody's eaten quiche since 1987. <laughs> Besides, it's French. Isn't there any good English food he could serve? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, there isn't. <laughs> It's hard to believe, but it's been almost 10 years since Gwyneth Paltrow revealed that she and Coldplay frontman Chris Martin were separating by referring to it as a conscious uncoupling. Which I loved out of the gate. I thought it was brilliant. Over the weekend, Gwyneth said she actually did not coin that phrase, but she's happy that it went viral. I feel like that was the first time any of us had ever heard it. And even at the time, I kind of remember being like, what's that? Almost like 
judgy about it. A lot of people laughed and judged yeah. and rolled their eyes well, at it. Sounds like a baloney name for we got. Yeah, we're splitting we're up. Splitting up. And we're going to remain friends and co-parent together. Um, but, you know, that was just so Gwyneth anyway. So we were just so used to hearing stuff like that come from her that it did cue quite a few eye rolls. Uh, but she's okay with that. She's happy that it went viral because it helped loosen the seriousness of breakups and divorce. In fact, she says, it makes me feel kind of proud when people come up to me on the streets and say, thank you for introducing me to that concept because I've actually become very good friends with my ex. And she believes that the term may play a small part in this recent cultural shift where people can now choose something other than just being together or being apart. You know, the yeah, idea- I mean, Demi Moore is, is another one that I think of with her and her relationship with Bruce Willis. I mean, didn't they all, and he's remarried and has children with another woman. And when when the uh, pandemic happened, didn't they all move into the same home together? Yeah. And and it seems like Demi is always there, always around, and is, is heavily involved with Bruce and his illness right now. And that's another one that I was like, hmm. Yeah. It can idea, be done. The idea that we're, <laughs> we're not in a romantic relationship, but we are a family. And we like to do things to reinforce that we're a family for the kids and for each other. And that obviously doesn't work for every couple. But for those who can consciously uncouple, it does give them a way to, to communicate the situation to friends in a way that may invite some ridicule, but it gets the point across. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome if couples can pull it off. That's if you for can sure. pull it off. That's pretty amazing. Yep. So Michael J. Fox is turning 62 next month. So wow. now he has lived longer since being diagnosed with Parkinson's than before. He was 29 when he was first diagnosed back in 1990. So there's a new documentary coming out. It's called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie. It's going to be on Apple TV Plus May 12th. He's going to talk about his struggles and his triumphs. Just did an interview with CBS Sunday Morning to hype it, and he shared a stark reality. He said, I'm not going to lie. It's getting harder. Every day gets tougher. But that's the way it is. I've been thinking of the mortality of it. I'm not going to 80. He said that you don't die from Parkinson's. You die with Parkinson's, and there are subtle ways it gets you. Falling is one of the main dangers, and all the injuries that you can get from being unable to control your movements and balance also pneumonia and aspirating food as you're trying to eat. Mm. He's also already suffered numerous broken bones, and he has trouble getting around after having a benign tumor removed from his spine. But he did share this awesome, uplifting bit of wisdom. He said, with gratitude, optimism is sustainable. If you can find something to be grateful for, then you can find something to look forward to and carry on. He's always been, you know, since the very beginning of this, just a very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. What an example of possibility. Turning 62, diagnosed at 29. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to believe. It was a really interesting interview. I did yeah, watch it yesterday. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, a, here's, a, here's part of the trailer for that documentary. And the winner is Michael J. Fox. I don't believe this. This is great. I feel four feet tall. I woke up and I noticed my pinky. Auto-animated Parkinson's disease. To deny that part of me that wants to continue to go on and do things is, is to quit. I don't accept that. 
Still, a Michael J. Fox movie. The sad sack story is Michael J. Fox gets this debilitating disease and it crushes him. Yeah, that's boring. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. I'll have to watch that. In other e-news this morning, it might not surprise you to hear that David Arquette and Courtney Cox had their challenges as a couple while she was starring on Friends because it was such a massive hit. Uh, David and Courtney were married from 1999 to 2013. They were together a long time. And they had a daughter, what a daughter, wasn't it? Yeah, Coco. They met a few years earlier in 1996 when they both did Scream. Mm -hmm. At that point, Friends was in its early years. Uh, They were on Andy Cohen Live recently, and David said, it was was difficult. I I have some of the traditional male things where I want to provide, I want to pick up the check, you know, be the breadwinner. And in the acting world, you're always on this roller coaster of popularity and and then not being able to get a job. So when you're comparing yourself to someone who's at the top of the television iconic world, it's kind of hard to put yourself there. Mm-hmm. So David said early in their relationship, they had a lot of learning to get through arguments and and put their egos aside. But what helped him was building his confidence and working through older issues and trauma. And I think I think they're in a good place, those two, where they don't hate each other. They're, Mm-mm. They're friends. Well, they post pictures with the daughter. I mean, she's older now, obviously, but they've posted pictures before where they get together with her. Yeah, uh, Ryan Phillippe and Reese Witherspoon are another couple that seem to come together frequently for the, for the kids. kids. Yep. Yeah. Also, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. I mean, I wouldn't say that they are without anything, but they're together often with the, yeah. the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and who did I just see recently together at a soccer game? That they've just wrapped up a custody fight where he lost. Um, Olivia and yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just it was like last week. Mm-hmm. They, they were yucking like it up. A, and- yeah, they had like a really hard, hard time because remember she or he served her the papers when While she, she was, was up on doing stage. a presentation which but he still denies today that he did that on right. purpose but yeah. i think that the two of them have somehow worked through some sort of mediation because even now they'll post pictures of them holding hands almost to the point where people thought that they were getting back together well it probably helps that she and harry styles broke up because i think that was mm-hmm. because yes. i i don't know if that was if he was okay with that well if that was part of the breakup it could have because been. it seemed like at the time it seemed like that was it while yeah. she was making the movie with him mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she and harry are together so the timing was a little bit yeah this was a, yeah here it is here's the headline from tmz jason sudeikis and olivia wilde put put on united front during custody war and there they are at a soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out. And uh, the article goes on to say it seemed like they were kind of laughing and joking and smiling with each other. Yeah. Huh. Who knows? They Let, could get back together. Let's could hope, happen. or at the very least, they can work out some kind of conscious uncoupling. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> conscious co parenting. Right. All right. Do you remember when Michael Jackson had that pet chimpanzee back in the 80s named Bubbles? I Bubbles. do. I remember yes. that, like being a part of his thing. Well, Bubbles just turned 40, and he is living in a retirement home in Florida called Center for Great Apes. 
and they just threw a massive birthday party for him. I have a feeling he may have inherited a buck or two. You when think Michael so? Did he I bet he had a trust fund set aside <laughs> for Bubbles. There was a cake that was frosted with mashed bananas, and they wrote his name in blueberries. And the theme, well, was Bubbles. They had an actual bubble bath and paper bubbles as decorations. Bubbles even got presents like a blanket with his photos on it. Aww. Staff entertained him with DVDs of Michael, which may seem triggering, but they say he loves watching them and he does remember him. Oh, he wow. does? Wow. Michael bought Bubbles as an infant in 1983 from a Texas research facility, but within six years he became too big to keep as a pet and was moved to a ranch in California, and he's been in this retirement home since 2005. Mm. So, Bubbles. I mean, I can remember Michael walking around carrying the chimp. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Well, happy birthday, Bubbles. Happy birthday, Bubbles. All right. That is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see AJR with special guests Lawrence and Livingston, presented by the Bunbury Music Festival that happens Friday, June 23rd at uh, the Megacorp Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now, but you can get them for free coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jim. Hey, good morning. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? I'm doing great for a Monday. Excellent. Good. Well, I got your headlines here. You pick the real one. You're going to go see AJR and who else? Lawrence and Livingston, Jen. Nice. So here we go. Is it A? (laughs) Two guys jumped into a croc-infested river while running from the cops. Is it B? Pet store thief hides from cops in snake enclosure with 12-foot python. Or C, woman found in dumpster eating stolen Chinese food. That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with B as in boy. Nope, not B. Oh, no. No, it's the crocodiles. Oh, the river? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the fact is this happened near a place called Darwin, which kind of makes sense. This is how you get filtered out of the gene pool real quick. Cops showed up to arrest four people at a property near Darwin, Australia, last Friday. They managed to get two of them in custody. But two of the other guys ran off and decided their best bet was to jump into a crocodile-infested river. No oh boy. Now, this river is known for its significant crocodile population. And police say three crocs immediately started going straight for the guys. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So cops actually had to shoot at the crocodiles to stop them from attacking. Wow. Uh, luckily, none of the crocs were hurt. Both idiots eventually climbed back out and got arrested. 
Yeah, see, if I were the cop, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be shooting at the crocodiles. I mean, those guys dumb enough to... It's not the crocodile's fault. I did have that thought. Those dummies jump in there, you know? Sometimes you have to thing. deal with the consequences of your choices. Yes. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah. Tim needs a theme song. <laughs> need a t-shirt. And it's not even clear what they're facing charges for. But it sounds like they were involved in a series of crimes last week where groups of people got into brawls, damaged a cop car, and someone got shot with a crossbow. So it's probably best they're off the streets. Yeah, probably. So that's the story. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's good to have Tim back with us. He was out on Friday because he had some issues at his house over the weekend. Yeah, I sort of took a mental health day because remember uh, we talked a little bit on, was it Thursday on the hot list? Basically, we had uh, some electrical issues in our bathroom. Like the light switches were not doing the appropriate things. Certain things were shutting on. Uh, one light switch in the bathroom shut off electrical in the other part of the house. Which shouldn't happen. You know. Yeah. It kind of felt like your house was haunted for three, like a weird minute. Yeah, three light switches for three different lights didn't work, but the fourth light switch turned all of them on. It, it was, was really bizarre. Weird, yeah. And then Chris had texted Thursday morning and said, we have a development. And I'm like, oh, God, there's electrical burning. We're on fire. What? What's going on? He's like, there's a bloody squirrel running around the house. <laughs> It's all over the patio. On the side of the house, there's little bloody footprints. And Fritch, yeah, Fritch jokingly said, I bet you that ate the wires in your bathroom. And Squirrel. I was like, no, those two can't be related. I would figure, but like in my head, I'm, I don't really know much about anything to do with the home, to be honest. But I, in my head, I'm like... How is it, it's just so coincidental that your electric isn't working and there's a bloody squirrel. I thought there was some sort of electrocution there's yeah. a picture that had of... happened and it ran out and then it started Oh my God, that's a huge hole. Happened. Yeah, well, that's just the first hole. So anyway, the electrician came over and they were trying to diagnose it. They're like, we really aren't sure. It's It was late in the day. They're like, we'll come back in the morning and figure this out. And I was like, okay. They're like, we're going to go in your attic when we get here tomorrow morning. And I said, I better go up there first just to see. So I mm-hmm. went up there after he left and there was a giant hole in the side of the building and there were there was blood trickled all over up there and Aww. there were chewed up wires. So the squirrel, how, how did it get cut? Long, you think long just- story short, the squirrel got into the gutters and then broke off a piece of the either hard plastic or metal part of the gutter and pushed inside and got cut into the, I think it got cut breaking the the plastic or the metal. Oh wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Boy, they were determined to get guy. in there, huh? Yeah. So, anyway, but electric's back. Uh cost way more than I expected it to cost. Um but uh, I also spent a day patching all of the holes in the gutters. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So this kind of thing happens a lot, evidently. I did a little research and there was a story 5 years ago where a squirrel caused a full-on power outage in downtown Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> wow. 600 people and major businesses were without power for hours, including several people who were trapped in elevators, all because of a squirrel. Apparently, the squirrel came into contact with some equipment at a at a substation downtown and uh yeah this is a monday for you and i started pushing buttons everything went black 911 people stayed in contact with me make sure i was okay i mean even during all the you know the hurricanes and storms and stuff we never lost lost power apparently a squirrel took out 
the whole downtown area. So <laughs> it's kind of flabbergasting. Really. I like I like how wow. he's comparing a squirrel to a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're the same. That's the kind of damage they can do sometimes. No word on trying. no word on nutsy. We haven't seen him in a while. Poor but, guy. Uh, so why do they? This is dumb. But why do they eat the electric? Like what? I mean, why do seagulls? What are they attracted to? Yeah, yeah. like the is plastic. It, right. Why do seagulls eat lids of White Castle cups? Yeah, I mean, I don't it's know. a question for the the scientists. Does it smell? <laughs> Not sure. I don't know, but they can do so. I, I can remember when my neighbors were out of town and we were looking after the house and we walked inside and all of the, the window frames had been chewed. All of the curtain rods oh were on God. the ground. I mean, it the, the place looked totally ransacked and it was a, a squirrel had gotten in the house. So we oh had to set gosh. up. Yeah, we set up a live trap. Yeah, to catch it. Just another squirrel in the world trying to get a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about them getting in your walls, though. Like, sometimes they'll uh-huh. come down your chimneys and they'll get stuck in there or they'll get stuck in the walls and you can, like, hear them going, moving around. I'm just glad we caught it, hopefully, on the the day one or an early day in yeah, his uh, man. experience in the attic. But you really don't know how long they've been up there. Could you hear them at all? Not really. Yeah, so maybe it was recent. Yeah. But I'm just saying maybe they the blood was part of the entrance. Yeah. Like yeah, that would make sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Yeah, squirrels it's, it's they're fast, man. They're stealthy. Oh yeah. They're very jumpy. Yep. They'll startle you when you know. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're little but they can cause a lot of damage real fast. I guess so. They're mighty. Aren't you glad you're a homeowner though? Mm-hmm. I always think about that. <laughs> you go to that little office and you sign your life over yeah. and all of a and sudden. All, all I could think of this weekend is we're getting a freaking condo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not doing anything. Yeah. You haven't moved in a while. It's time. <laughs> yeah. uh, news team in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, did a report. This is like 10 years ago. They did a report on a squirrel that I guess had been vandalizing the police cars in that town. And the report itself was incredibly corny, you know, where they're talking about the perpetrator. We opened up the hood, little squirrel footprints all over the place. So we've got our suspect. Now, $700 later, deputies are looking for this perpetrator. He's about five to seven inches tall, brown eyes, grayish brown hair, often seen in parks. He may be cute, but the damage he's causing isn't pretty. Investigators called animal control for backup. So they set up a live trap. Yesterday when they were actually putting the traps out, that squirrel was sitting in the tree just kind of looking down, kind of like a scene from Caddyshack and the gopher. Reports surfaced of people seeing those who seem to fit the description of the suspect, but deputies have yet to nap him. That's funny. That is very cute. funny. Cute way to do it. If you won't get me a squirrel, I'll get one myself. Baruka. Little girl. Well, girl, don't touch that squirrel's nuts. It'll make him crazy. What are they doing? They're testing to see if she's a bad nut. Oh, my goodness. She is bad nut after all. <laughs> All right, 721, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. Scientists may have figured out how to stop aging. And buttons and knobs in cars are 
actually coming back. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is straight ahead. Uh, which airline just got caught duct taping a plane back together? <laughs> We've actually got video of that. I don't want to know. <laughs> also, buttons and knobs and cars are coming back and not a moment too soon. It is Monday, the 1st of May. It's May. Do you believe that? 2023, we're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, would you even want to live to 100? Yes, I do. If, if, if Quality of life. Quality of life. I'm with you. How about 180 with mm. quality, quality of life? Quality of life. I'm going to have to start looking at some different investment opportunities if that's the case. <laughs> Researchers at UC San Diego may have just figured out how to extend our lifespan by over 80%. But before you get too excited, they haven't tried this on people yet, just yeast. But this could be a big deal. The very basic explanation is we age because our cells start breaking down. And a previous study found that this happens for two reasons. One, their mitochondria gets weaker And our DNA becomes less stable. Well, that is true for yeast cells, too. But they basically rewired and tricked them so those two things wouldn't happen at the same time. Instead, they alternate. And they found that when each one got to take little breaks like that, it actually slowed the aging process in general. And the yeast cells hung in there 82% longer. Wow. Now, this is just what they call proof of concept for now. Mm -hmm. But they think the same type of gene therapy could potentially work on human cells. Hmm. The main concern is, of course, will it be safe? Right. Huh. So there is that. That's That's interesting. Yeah. Yeast. Who knew? We learn. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, if you are in a fairly new car, you probably got a big touch screen on your dashboard. I do, and I never use it. I str- it's a struggle for me because I have to look. I mean, you have to look. It takes my eyes off of the road, so I have to be stopped pretty much to use the touch screen. Right. Or, you know, just stick my finger all over the place until I hit the one I want. Yeah, I I call them fat fingers because, you know, we use touch screens here and especially in the car where you have to touch with precision because it's it's not really that big a screen. It's actually kind of small. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't drive like one of those big fancy Teslas, but even in that, which I've test driven those on more than one occasion, you really, you have to take your eye off of the road and I'm not a fan. I think they're dangerous. I'm with you. Um, And now car companies are planning to get rid of of some of those screens for that very reason. Slate.com just did a big article on how car companies are ditching touch screens and bringing back more buttons and knobs. I like it. Because we want them. I like it. They're listening yeah. to us. Yay. Also, it probably uh, is less of the chips that they have to oh, use for yeah. that type of stuff. Mm. Yeah. You know, anytime, like if you listen to this show, whenever you hear dead air, uh, it's Jeff's fault. It's, well, so, <laughs> part, it is my fault because I'm operating back here. But 
We have touch screens. Yeah. And I will sometimes put my thumb on something or touch it, and it will, I might accidentally touch the border of it so uh-huh. it doesn't activate. Or if you touch it too long, it mm-hmm. will delete it altogether. Yeah. Oh, what about if you touch it on, like, can you touch two at the same time? Yes. Oh. And that has happened. Uh, so I try to use the mouse as often as possible, but batteries run no. low. Yeah. And again, it, it goes to precision. You have to nail it just like you would if you were touching the screen. So people are frustrated with that when they have to deal with an situation, especially in a car yeah, you're driving. Yeah, when you're driving. Right? Yeah. Plus, it's just like, I feel like there's too, there are too many options. Like my uh, partner has a newer truck and it's the same kind of thing. But it has all of these options of stuff. It's almost like working on a laptop. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you need that many things to choose from? Just trying mm-hmm. to turn the fan down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I want to pull up the yeah. GPS and I'm touching, like, this map to this map to this to something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you could never do this if you were driving. And it's interesting because touch screens on its face might seem fancy, but touch screens are actually the cheapest option for car companies because touch screens cost as little as $50 a screen. So car companies would love to keep using them. But, you know, as we've been talking here, there's more and more evidence that having all of your controls on a screen like that is dangerous. Basically the same as texting and driving. Yeah. One expert said it's weird that everyone knows texting and driving is bad, but no one complains about how everyone's, quote, using an iPad basically while they're driving. Yeah. So that's the thing with knobs and buttons. They're easier to find without looking. Uh, Something younger drivers are just now finding out, and so some companies have started switching back to them. I had an engineer tell me when, when we were constructing these studios here at Q102, if you've ever watched any of our Facebook Live videos, you see me either standing or sitting by this big, long control console mm-hmm. with a bunch of uh, sliders and switches and buttons. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, we actually don't need that. We can operate everything on a computer with a touchscreen and a mouse. We don't need that big console, but we have it here for the very reason that car companies are switching back to buttons. It is for accuracy. It's for precision. It's part of muscle memory so i don't have to necessarily look down plus it looks cool <laughs> also that <laughs> i've worked at a radio station where we just had it all on a computer screen right and it was neat and it was cool if it worked properly that's yeah. what i was gonna ask what happens <laughs> but, if the if something happens to the computer and you don't have a manual way to do anything yeah, are you just that. off the air someone called in one time and was like you know you're on the radio and i was like my button says the mic is off yeah, but right. you're on. Oh, I'm like, wow. I don't know what to do. Yeah. But like, <laughs> without even scary. looking at the board, I can put my hands on everyone's yep. mic switch and adjust and turn off, and I kind of know where everything is just from a from a tactile standpoint. But it's totally different when you're using a touchscreen, and there are more opportunities for errors, and that's dangerous when you're behind the wheel of a car. Mm-hmm. The switch could be temporary too, though. The switch to knobs and buttons. Hyundai is one of the few companies that has not gone all in on touch screens, but their lead designer says buttons and knobs could go away for good as cars become more autonomous. <laughs> Here we go. So once our cars can drive themselves, we'll be fine. We won't need to keep our eyes on the road. Okay. Right? Sure. I mean, do you think you'd be able to ride in a car that was driving itself? 
seriously, can you picture yourself on 71 when there's a lot of traffic? And can you picture yourself? Based on the way Apple Maps wants me to go sometimes, and I physically know that that is wrong. That is the wrong way. All I need to do is turn around in this driveway. Why am I driving seven miles out of the way to do a loop? What if you could no. take a nap, Jen? <laughs> the they're no. driving you around. Would you I do wouldn't that? be able to relax enough to sleep. What do you mean? Nah, I just, I mean, I think that for me to get in a self-driving car, every other car on the road also has to be self-driving. Well, that's what the hope so, is, right? So that, that they're all looking themselves? out for each, you know, that everybody's on the same wavelength there. They're all communicating with each other and staying out of each other's way. And moving at the same... See, that's the thing. I mean, how do you do that? If you've got self-driving cars, is everyone going the same speed? How do you change lanes? What if you're in a hurry? Can you get your car to pass people on the left? Or are all the lanes just going at the same speed? Well, the scientists behind the technology claim that these self-driving cars have radar sensors of proximity that basically through artificial intelligence teaches them how to adapt and roll with it and basically look out for the other guy some of those situations will be unavoidable but it's supposed to react in the best possible way without overcorrecting, like say a human would in a situation like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it would be unnerving certainly at least in the very beginning but i also see this as something that we could get used to very quickly oh for sure like especially if for example you had to be at work at 5 a.m and you would put that into, you know, your app that talks to your car. And your car would say, you need to get in me at 417 if you want to be there by 5 a.m. And then you just get in and it takes you there and you magically arrive. Your car is waiting for you. Yeah. In order to make to your destination on time, you got You must the- leave now. Right. I mean, I, I kind of like the sound. The car sees that. you approaching. It opens yep. up. Zzz. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, bam, here well, you are. Well, you know what's going right. to happen. Kennedy Avenue. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Somebody's going to hack into your system, and that car is going to kidnap you. It's going to take you oh, somewhere yeah. to where horrible people, yes, will keep, will hold you captive yes. and yes. demand money from your family. All true. Yeah, there will be a movie about that. There too. will be. <laughs> or a TV show. So that will be a plot line. My car something. kidnapped me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> it's man versus machine right. in a different way. Took me down this old dirt road to this barn but in the middle of nowhere. If it does break down or it's not charged or like. Is it going to tell you, take me for an oil change? Or no, it'll take itself because it'll know that it needs fixed. Yeah, and cars... like I need that to happen, right? <laughs> I'll get an oil change when I'm gosh darn good and ready. I feel like driving is freedom. And if the car is going to drive itself, I don't even want it. I'll take the Metro. There you, you go. Take the bus. Yeah. Take the tank. Yeah. Take I'll the drive tank. my own damn tank. Which will probably be driving itself as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think Kiki needs to be in that seat. Yes. <laughs> my bus driver instructor. I'm excited uh, about flying cars and the idea of never having to drive again. I just don't think I'm fully ready. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. We can't even get our Roomba to work right. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, a lot of shoppers are disappointed with the Bed Bath & Beyond closing sale. And here to tell us all about it is 9 News consumer reporter John Matarese. So you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, guys. You know, this is so low-tech compared with your uh, self-driving cars and your touchscreens. <laughs> that might be why they're out of business. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Bed Bath & Beyond uh, and what the experts are saying 
they didn't embrace this new thing that was called the Internet. And what happened was they were still selling in stores like it was 1997 and uh, very late to the game. And, you know, along comes Amazon, along comes all these other bedding shops. And you know which store they say really put Bed Bath & Beyond out? It was the final? The Wait final. There. Thank you. Was it Wayfair? Was it Wayfair? It, Wayfair? Oh, it had wow. to be. Wayfair. Because when I'm looking really? for anything home-ish, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on Wayfair. Wayfair is just what you need. Yeah. 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 It's not just, Wayfair is not just couches, if you're not familiar no, with it. No, it's, it's like everything. everything. Curtains and bedding. Yeah. All Rugs. these pillows. Rugs. You want decorative pillows? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wayfair has everything. You know, and they get it to your front door four days and uh, Bed Bath & Beyond just couldn't compete so it is sad you hate losing a retailer you know it's like when Toys R Us closed so they started late last week running the sales the closing sales at Bed Bath and & Beyond and we went out and checked out a couple of them in Crestview Hills and in Rookwood and Norwood and Wow, those were some disappointed shoppers. Really? What happened? What's going they on? They're only doing Tim like ten percent off. We forgot. They started the sale at ten percent off. Oh, we go, oh, ten percent off to everything. That's okay. No, but here's the problem: when they did that, they got rid of all sales in the store. So it was ten percent off whatever <gasps> the real that price? whatever the real price is oh, of that Dyson. Price. So it's you know, probably it was like, more than uh, yeah, what the sale price was. It was like a was. Dyson pet for four hundred yeah, bucks. No. And they put ten percent off on it, which was forty. And it's like, wait a minute. You could just go to Kohl's and yeah. get it for like $60 cheaper. And we checked mm-hmm. around, and it was a lot of items were cheaper on Amazon, cheaper at Walmart, cheaper at Kohl's. Well, that's and, disappointing. Yeah, and it was, we had shoppers coming out with, with nothing. Oh, except they were holding their 20% off coupon. You know, yeah, the right. blue coupon. Yeah. They're not taking the coupons anymore. Wait, mm. but I have this. But I have this. No, you can't go get the sale and put 20% off on it. The coupons are no longer valid. And people have like 50 of those coupons at home. Like you can yeah. wallpaper your kitchen sometimes with those kit. With sure. Those, uh, Someone with should. Those. I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Bed, bath, and coupons all over the kitchen wall. Yeah. Because uh, so many people have so many of them. The container store, did you hear this, that they're accepting them? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big lots, well. big, lots. Big, big lots, big lots, big lots. Big lots in the container store are now accepting those twenty percent off Bed Bath and Beyond coupons. Which is cool. You'll find a better deal there right now because it was ten percent off. They're going to drop this week to twenty percent off. I was going to ask you when is it coming? Because you know, week, eventually they got to start 20% doing twenty percent off. Yeah, when it's forty or fifty percent off, yeah. then I want to go in and buy a new comforter set or something. But... I'm going to get the Yankee candle for thirteen yes. instead of twenty six. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for that candle. part of it. Exactly. And when are they closing? Uh, it, was it end of May? End of May. End yeah, of May. This month. Right. So, you know, if you go there this week, you should find a little better discount than last week because last week was horrible. Uh, this week, there should be some more markdowns. But, you know, with closing sale, it's maybe you'll find something. Maybe yeah. you won't. So it's going to be luck when you go in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So as yeah. I say, don't Rolling waste your money. money. Mm. Yeah. I should just walk through there and just see if there's well, anything Well, you know what I, I like need. there? I like the thing that I liked the most about that store is, is they had the trinkety stuff. Like you could get like a Tervis cup or you could get a sign that said bar for your basement or like little shot glasses Stuff like that. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff yeah, that I don't want Where else am I going to get pillows that say, well, welcome to the lake house yeah. when I don't have a lake house? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the kind of stuff you never want to pay full price for. Right. That's why it was convenient to buy that kind of stuff there.
I'm going to be over at at home. I remember when uh, H.H. Gregg was closing, and I remember just walking through this. I don't need anything, but I just feel like I should walk through here and see if there is something that's, you never know, you might come across a surprise bargain. And I picked up a couple of useless items. You got a VCR. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you got. But I got 10% off. (laughs) You got an old school washing machine with an agitator. Right. Because that doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Top loader. God. Yep, and an Emerson VHS player. Yeah. There you go. John, what do you have coming up tonight at 5? <laughs> I can't top any of that, but no. later today, e-bikes are taking over bicycling because nobody wants to pedal up hills anymore. Should you buy one, we'll let you know. All right, buddy, we'll see you next week. It is 740. Vincent is in need of a second date update this morning with a woman named Nicole. We're going to help him out. Hi, Vincent. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you. Take us from the beginning. How did you meet Nicole and walk us through the first date? Uh, yeah, sure. I should uh, probably disclose that I've been listening to the show like for a long time, and I I usually cringe when I hear everything because you know, it just yeah. it, it just sounds like you know a situation I don't want to be in. Right. But n- now I need your help. So I met this woman on Match, and you know we went out for dinner, nice casual dinner at this place called Cancun, it's a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had dinner, some drinks, some nachos, some guac. It was great. Mm-hmm. Good conversations. She was, you know, chatty, but not too chatty. You know, I've I've had a lot of dates where other girls like really chatty and it's just nonstop or she doesn't talk enough. But Nicole was pretty, pretty good in the middle there. So, you know, I, that was that was pretty good. Um, the conversations was, you know, relaxed, casual and just getting to know each other, a little pressure, you know, that kind of thing. She asked a lot of questions, seemed, you know, interested in me and all that. I I was asking questions back, you know. I tried my best to pay as much attention to what she was saying as possible, you know. She was just offering up a lot of good things in the conversation, and I can tell she was comfortable. So, you know, I thought there was chemistry. We, we went to my place back after dinner for a little bit. Um, we didn't do anything other than kiss, but it was nice. It was, it was a nice little, you know, moment that we had. Um, I thought I'd be seeing her again, but... I haven't, and I've been texting her and nothing, so I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, it's nice that she came back to your place. Yeah. As opposed to bolting for the door or running out of there. Um, just an observation. I don't mean this as a, as a cut. You talk about how chatty a person is. I find that when someone is nervous, they tend to talk really fast. Yeah. And if they talk at all, I'm sensing a lot of nervousness from you now. And it mm-hmm. could be just because you're on the radio and you're a little nervous about second date update. Cause like you said, you've listened to it for years and it's all your business. Yeah. Some of those situations are cringeworthy. So maybe you're a little skittish about putting yourself out there, but do you think she sensed or picked up on your nervousness on, on your nervous energy, or at least the, the nervous energy I'm sensing now from you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe possibly, um, but, you know, like, everyone's a little nervous on a first date. So if she, you know, if she actually liked me like I feel like she liked me on that date, then she shouldn't really care about that, you know? Yeah. Was there a point during the date where you felt like it wasn't going well or or that you were concerned you might be losing her or something awkward happened? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm always in my head, but the fact that she came to my place kind of made me relax and made me think it was going well, you know? For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of condition was your place in? It was neat enough. 
Neat enough. I know. Neat enough. I know. That makes me a little the nervous. Man said, I'm really nervous neat now. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm a guy who lives alone. I'm not going to be perfect. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. And dude clean is not normally chick clean. Just, you know, right. a little bit of a gray area there. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Okay. So when she left, she didn't stay the night, correct? No, yeah. She left at like around 11 o'clock. What kind of vibe were you getting from her when she left? Was it still good at that point or did it feel it like seemed she... fine. Yeah. yeah, we didn't plan anything, but she, you know, it seemed fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll call Nicole and see what she thought of Vincent for real. And if there's any chance these two can get together again for a second date as second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. So Vincent met Nicole on match and they set up a dinner date. And one of the things he pointed out about Nicole was that she was chatty, but not too chatty. Or sometimes they're just not chatty enough. So he felt there was a healthy level of chattiness there. Yeah, but maybe that's the thing, too, though. If he's just talking and talking and talking and talking, maybe she was kind of put off that she couldn't talk about herself because he was too busy, nervous talking. Right. It happens. Yeah, it yeah. does. No offense, Vincent. We're not trying to bust on you. I no, no, just no. sense a certain nervous vibe from you now. Almost like a, like a what is it called? Like, like a fast talking. Like battling kind of. Blah, blah, blah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know if she picked up on that or if that was even his demeanor on the date. I was just picking that up in our first phone call. But nevertheless, Nicole went back to his place, so that's something. And she hung off for a while, even though she didn't stay the night. Vincent thought they had a pretty decent vibe until the very end, and then uh, that was it. He tried to reach out for a second date, and she hasn't responded, so here we are. And unless there's anything else, Vincent, you think we need to know, we're going to go ahead and call her. Um, No, unless she doesn't like Star Wars, because I got a poster of star wars but that's really it oh that's it oh, gotta, yeah. gotta go that could be it <laughs> i don't chewbacca just don't know that's so funny um that's it that's it i'm just kidding as long as the place is pretty neat you should be okay God, that's all funny. right let's call nicole Hello. Hello. Is this Nicole? Yes, it is. Who's this? Hi, Nicole. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Are you kidding me? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I know what this is. Is that a bad thing? (laughs) No, I just, you never think that you're going to be on second date update, you know? You don't think you're the one. How do you know you are? (laughs) So that tells me... You intentionally are avoiding Vincent. Is that right? Well, um. I thought maybe the jury was out. Sometimes you're not 100% sure. You're kind of pondering it. I don't know. You want to talk about the date to your friends first before you answer, before you commit. Oh, I've talked about it to a few of my friends. Oh, you did. You You shared details. (laughs) Will will you talk about it with us? Because we're dying. Oh, wow. You guys. Um, Sure. So. The date started really well. I did like Vincent a lot. I thought it was a good date. Dinner was awesome. Good conversation. You know, I found him attractive. I thought he was kind of funny, um, nerdy in a cute way. It's just one of those things where I thought the night was heading in one direction and it went somewhere totally different. Oh. 
so like after dinner, he invited me back to his place and, you know, I thought we'd hang out, chat a little more, have a drink, kind of see where things went. But he kind of had a different idea for the night. Oh boy. We got back there (laughs) and (laughs) he gave me a beer and then he wanted me to watch him play a video game. He wanted you to watch him play a video game? Uh-huh. Okay. That's... Like, is he just really good at it, or did he want... Did Are you I... into video games? Did he think that maybe I'm you could really help him? really not. This, I already know where this is going. I already do. No. I've been on this date before. You're kidding. No. What you is... had a man Ooh. want you to watch him play video games? Yes. Why? Is there something pervy to this, or is... I don't know. I don't know if it's a... Do you finish, and then we'll talk. Okay, so I mean, I guess I'm glad to know it's not just me, but he like sat in his little gaming chair and started to play and just expected me to like sit there and sip my beer and watch, I guess. So I was like, okay, fine. Maybe this will be a few minutes. And after like 15, 20 minutes, I realized this was only just beginning. So I left. I didn't say bye nothing i just walked out the door went to wendy's got a frosty was kind of waiting for my phone to ring for him to be like oh my gosh Where'd where you are go? you yeah but no that didn't happen so then i started to wonder like does he even know that i left <laughs> so i went back marched right in and he had not moved had no idea that I had even left. Oh, God. Oh, wow. At least a half hour, but maybe probably more like 45 minutes, and he had no idea. Oh, so this <laughs> no, was a little that test. Not, that's not true. You're totally kidding. That did not happen. It definitely happened, and you didn't even notice that I had a Frosty. You're totally making this up. I saw no frosty. Oh, he still doesn't even know. Storyteller, I couldn't make that up. Oh my god, that's bonkers. That's That's hilarious. Like, kind of rude, kind of messed up, but like, I gotta say, it's been a good story. Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone ever asked you to watch them play a video game before? No. So it wasn't necessarily like this guy that I went out with asked me to watch him play as the date. But I have been out on dates before where we go back to their house. And so everybody's kind of like hanging out, like as a few of us. And then they'll start gaming. And everybody's like, what the? Like, they are gone into a completely different universe of transformation. They're talking to people online. They almost don't even know that you're there just like this. Is it entertaining wow. as the spectator? No, is it like a not spe- for me. I ended up saying I left. I was like, I'm going to go. This is not how I want to hang out with you. In my opinion, that should be one of those things like you do video games on your own time when I'm out with my friends at night or I go to bed. This is what you do with your friends. Or you game by yourself when I'm cleaning the house, whatever. All right. So, Vincent, talk to us about this. I mean, I don't understand what the problem is. First of all, you didn't even leave, okay? We you we (laughs) kissed when you left. I saw you leave. You never left. I saw no frosty. You're making this up. I sat down for maybe 10 minutes to play no, one game that I've been trying to. Okay. Listen, I, I know that timeline gets the... distorted when you're, like, playing games, but it was not 10 minutes, and, like, this definitely happened. Look, I'm not just denying that, that I, play, I played the video game. Okay? game. Well, I played the video. We'll, we'll establish that. I played the video game, but I thought you, you said you were into, like, cool games and stuff. I didn't think you didn't mean video games. You, you apparently meant board games. I find out later. 
But like, I don't like. What was the problem? You're into games, and I, I had a game. Are you into games? Uh, I think that I said that in the context of like at a party. I think it's fun when everyone plays games, but <laughs> I'm really not into video games. And like, that's fine if you are. Like, that's cool if it's your thing. I don't care. I feel like every man is anymore. But the whole like wanting someone to just sit and watch you, like, I just. Yeah. No. <laughs> what game was it? I'm just curious. Was it the new God of War? Oh. Uh, I don't even know. I love that them. game. I couldn't have told you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Why did I even ask? I don't I even know. know why you asked. We're all like, man, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes people would spend, remember when people that used to work here would take days off work when like the new Madden would come out? Right. Or wasn't there some sort of... um. What was that? I can't remember the interactive game they would all play, like Gary and what's his name in the graphics department would take off work because that new thing would come out. It's very serious yeah. for some folks. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent, do and you... Again, like, that's okay. It's just, like, don't don't expect someone to sit and watch that on a date. Right. Vincent, yeah. is this... Yeah. Do you consider this a spectator sport for people who aren't playing the game? I mean, I thought me and my buddies thought it was, but apparently it's not, I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> like, if you're if you're at your buddy's house and your buddy's playing a yeah. video game, do you get as much enjoyment watching him play as you do playing yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do, because I feel like I'm in it with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you want to do here, guys? I mean, you both sound like nice people. I don't know. Now that we've figured out that... Sh- this isn't something she's as into. Is there any chance of a second date here? I mean, I would be, I'd be up for it. <laughs> if we can make the agreement. I mean, the whole thing is pretty funny, and I've been getting a lot of leverage out of the story. So as long <laughs> as you can handle being the butt of that joke, because, like, this is not going away. That's hilarious. Really hilarious that she left the building. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. But is this a deal breaker for either of you? Because this is probably not the last time this is going to happen where he doesn't even know you're in the room. I think we would have to kind of see. At least you're aware of it now. Yeah. Exactly. Give me another chance. I mean, I think this is kind of the state of affairs for the world right now because there are so many men that are into gaming that it's going to have to be negotiated. It's not like they're going golfing for four hours every Saturday and Sunday anymore. Now they're in the basement in their gaming chair playing. But it's not just that. It's that um, there's an entire generation of kids right now both boys and girls oh, it's going to continue that yeah. are completely immersed in gaming whether it's Fortnite or anything else like the new chapter of Fortnite just came out not too long ago and people have been online playing that and new chapters come out all the time so i mean there's a whole generation of people that are on their way up yeah that this might this be, be their new way to date and i yeah. do there mm-hmm. is a pretty big divide between men and women right i mean there's a ton more men that are into gaming than there are women. So the likelihood of finding enough matches of women who love gaming as much as their men love gaming is it's going to be a rare find for a dude. Could be. So okay. ladies are going to have to be like, okay, you got your thing. Yeah, you got your <laughs> yeah. thing. I got my right. thing. I'll just go to the mall. Fair enough. <laughs> then we'll do a second date. We'll pay for it since you guys agree to go out, and we'll just see how things as go. As long as there's no video games on the second date. <laughs> no video games on the second date. You got date, that, buddy? Right. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then I'm in. Great. Awesome. I love it. Great. 
Let's put, uh, we'll say goodbye to Nicole Vincent. We're going to put you on hold and set everything up. And Nicole, you'll be hearing from Vincent soon with the details, okay? Okay. Excellent. (laughs) Thank you for coming on Second Date Update. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you. Good luck, guys. All right. Hang on, Vincent. Thanks. All right. So if you need a little help with the Second Date Update, all you got to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. We're going to play another round of the 1K letter of the day. Next. Hey, Lee, how are you? Okay, how are you? Not bad, not bad. How was your weekend? It was great. Rainy, nasty, but it was great. (laughs) Did you get a good nap? Because it was a good, there was about an hour yesterday that was perfect for a nap. I cooked all day, but I liked it. What'd you make? Um, My my grandparents came here. They owned a pizza place that isn't around anymore, so I made the sauce all day. Oh, oh wow. fun. Yes. That's exciting. That's it was. cool. <sighs> well, all right. You know how this game works, right? You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. The only rule is don't repeat your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. Okay. So I'm not sure if there's any other advice that we can give. Do you guys have anything that we have never told them before no. that might be of help? Channel the letter, Lee. Just channel the letter. You get into the feeling place of the letter. That's right. <laughs> what is it? Don't think. Don't overthink it. Oh, like I have to pick the letter? No, I've no, I've never no. played this game before. I'm thinking it's like Family Feud. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so this is her very this first time. This is very first. Okay, to no. To tell you the truth, when I answered the phone, I asked Lee, I said, have you ever played before? And she's like, no. But my friends put me up to play in this pick your purse game, and I'm feeling very stressed out. So we're going to give you a letter, Lee. Jen has 10 questions, and you're going to have to answer all of them with the letter that we give you without repeating. Words that start with that letter. Categories. Have you ever played categories? Uh, Sure, yeah. Yeah, I have. (laughs) And sober. Yes, I have. All right. Oh, sober helps. Oh, that's good. Are you sober now? No, but go ahead. All All right. right. (laughs) Well, this is going to move very quickly. So don't dawdle. If you don't have an answer right away, you pass, and then we'll come back around to it, yeah, okay? Just say pass. If you don't know, we can come back to it. You'll answer there. more questions that way. All right. Now, I feel bad. Oh, God, you're giving her a crappy oh, letter. Oh, come on, dude. Well, I don't pick the letters. They, It's, it's in the envelope. She's it's never sealed. played before. She's not sober, and you want to give her that letter? Let me see it. You want to make an executive decision? She might rock it. That's true. It's true, too. I don't know how I feel about this. iPhone, iPad, Independence, <laughs> i30. Can you stop? It is the letter I. Yeah. All you, right, let's hit it. You, you feel good? You want to do it? You want to do it with the letter I? All right. Let's hit it. All right. All right, we got 30 seconds on the clock. We're hitting it. Hitting it. All right. And I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. Okay, here we go. With the letter I, name something you did over the weekend. Increase my appetite. Something in the woods. An igloo fort. Something red. My incorrigible husband's feet. A pizza <laughs> topping. Encased in plastic peppers. Something you pack. I have no clue. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have no clue. I have no clue. Oh, shit. I have no clue. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yep. That's all right. <laughs> Whoops-a-doodle. 
<laughs> or you could have said ice pack. That oh, could yeah. be something that you would oh, pack. An ice pack. Or yeah. iPhone. Just yeah. an iPhone. Also, I don't sure. know what the hell you said for pizza, but Italian sausage. Would have been simpler. She, in case, well, or did you mean in case? <laughs> well, no. I had to unpack the peppers that were in the plastic case oh, to cut okay. them for the sauce. I well, see. in case, does that start with an I or I thought it was an E. e but... Have you had as many gummies as me? It's in case. <laughs> in plastic. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I kind of was yeah. having a feeling oh, there. I did, too. I thought maybe. Please call anytime, John. Anytime. Hey, I love your better. improvisation. I thought yes. you did a great job with these. I thought that was something. Yep. Oh, Thank wow. you. That was well done. <laughs> We should get a story. Have fun. Man, okay. I got to try this sauce you made over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you know what? What's I would love to. Place? I feed the neighbors. I feed firehouses. I keep my family's memory alive anytime. God uh, bless. What was the pizza place they owned? <laughs> the Squally's. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. In Erlanger? No, ma'am. When they came here from um, after the Holocaust, they owned the one up in Clifton. Oh, oh wow. wow. A lot of history. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, maybe and you'll it's very good. Maybe you'll get through to play pick your purse at nine forty. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna rock that too. Uh, yes, I you bet are, you girl. will. Now, do you have a buddy like in the event that you know you can't listen at a certain time? Do you have someone who's playing also that you can compare notes with? Yes, and they get sauce or oh, salsa. Great. I bribe people with food. That's that's the greatest currency, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Even though cash is king, food works too. Absolutely. All right, Lee. Well, you Thanks have a great rest of your day. Thank you for entertaining me in the morning. Likewise. Thank you for entertaining us yeah. this morning. Thank you. <laughs> and have a great rest of your day. Take it easy. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she was lovely. I yes. enjoyed that. Yes. I like talking nice. to Lee. Yeah. First time caller. Making the sauce. <laughs> so, Jen mentioned something on the Facebook Live video this morning that really cuts to the core of getting paid to do what you love. <laughs> you probably wouldn't think of being paid for this, but it's out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've heard of Love Honey. It's a, it's a sexual wellness brand. Have you ever heard of Love Honey? I have, uh, I have not. I don't think so. Can I type it in here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway... There, Love Honey is a section what they call themselves a sexual wellness brand. I think they're very much like pure romance, just a competitor. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that's what it looks totally. like. Yeah. Okay, so they're looking for ten adults who would like to be paid a thousand dollars over one year to pleasure themselves. These people will serve as members of their new. Orgasm Advisory Board. Well, who wouldn't want to serve on a board like that? I'm an official member of the Orgasm <laughs> Advisory Board. I know. And uh, I'm getting paid $1,000 over the course of a year. It's not a lot of money. But- no, but it's not about the money. You know, a lot of times when you serve on a board, it's about serving the community. Yes. <laughs> and making the world a better place and for the change, good. changing lives. I I'm mean, doing this for humanity. Do. I am doing mm-hmm. this because mm-hmm. it is the right thing to do. Uh, I am being called to this position because I have something to offer that will make a difference. We have talked about this before, though. Like, how do you become a product tester for a brand like 
pure romance? Like, how do you, do you apply? I, you know, I would think that they probably, like this, post job opportunities. Yeah. Or if they don't, I think that you should be able to contact them and say, hey, I would like to be an influencer for your company. How do I go about doing that? Yeah. Well, in Love Honey, is just putting the word out there. Love Honey is you know, just saying, hey. Yeah, they got issuing press releases and the whole nine yards. I wonder if they're looking for, you know, different demographics. I wonder if they want, you know, if there's 10 board members, are they looking for people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and male and female? And Well, I think you would want somebody also in all sexual types. Like, you want people in same-sex relationships, you know, in all different types of relationships. So... You can say, well, this is good for this if you're into this. Well, I, I, I don't know how they're, like, what demographics they're looking for. It doesn't say specifically. What does the questionnaire look like? Yeah, but my <laughs> guess would be close to what Jan is saying, that, you know, maybe they're looking at uh, both sexes and and different age groups. Uh-huh. And uh, these people will not only serve as members of the new Orgasm Advisory Board, but they will also receive $250 worth of sex toys every month. That that. Well, you know, I wonder about that because the, these days there are some products out there that they'll only get one product a month because there are some out there that are 250 bucks. Those just are the really one. good ones. I mean, is that what they're saying? Are they sending out the super high quality, fancy, rechargeable, can go underwater items or are they, you I don't know. know. But you got to, the point is you got to use the stuff yeah. and you got to report back. In addition to the self-love, Members will also be expected to create content. I'm gonna... Bless you. Look at the light. <laughs> there it goes. It Thank you. Feels good, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, it sure does. Oh, man, that was good. Can I get paid for that? Do you, you need a hey. tissue? There's one behind you. <laughs> In addition to the self-love, members will also be expected to create content by sharing feedback on various products they're sent, both with the company and in the form of reviews, although they can be anonymous, and that's what they need. They need feedback on the items that they can post on the website to help you, the consumer, pick out what works best. You know, I'm really comfortable you know, talking about different products that I love and enjoy. I don't know. I see these women you know, doing these commercials or, or influencer campaigns with sex toys, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could do Preparation H. I mean, there's like a list of, there's Preparation a short H. list. There's like a short list of products I don't know that I could do, you know. Oh, I was having a heck of a day, but Preparation H saved me. Do they oh. have you know? influencers I don't know. for Preparation H? I haven't seen any of them. I'm sure they do. I'm Tim for Preparation H. <laughs> Use it the day before you think you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people do like poise pads and, you know. Yeah, see, I don't stuff. know if I could do, you know, there's some I just don't know if I could if that would be me. I'll tell you who makes the best tampon. <laughs> Tampax. Is that your fave? I mean, you could say, I would say stuff like that, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, are there any that you wouldn't? Can you think of any products that you would not? It might be a little embarrassing if I was doing maybe some of, I would do sexual wellness. You Fem- know. Feminine odor, toe fungus. Well, people do that Lumi deodorant on all of that. I uh-huh. Mean, yeah. Tough acting tenactin has done wonders for me <laughs> through the years. I'll tell you what my favorite stool softener is. <laughs> it's the uh, fiber gummies from Metamucil. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if, but I also feel like if I was with a group of women, 
which I have been before, and we're all talking about products from Pure Romance. I, we all know what our favorites are. Sure, we all share our own. So why wouldn't I want to? Why wouldn't you make that public to have such an amazing experience? So you'd share that with just everybody. I yeah, I think I would. I mean, even about products that aren't all that racy, you know. How many times over the last twenty something years have we said, even whether we're getting paid for it or not? Oh my God, I love this product for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Now, what'll happen is I'm so passionate about. It, I'll go to Lisa Thal, who runs our sales department, and say, "I use this all the time. I feel like, based on how often I talk about it, I should be paid for it. Is there any way we can in- set up some kind of endorsement deal yeah. with Duncan? Because I've been going there my whole life, and if there's an opportunity for me to make money and get free Duncan, I'd like <laughs> hey, to make that happen. Let's work it out. Let's make it happen. All right, I'll set up a meeting. Yeah. And lo and behold, it took a bit, but we made it happen. That's one meeting you'll go to. But that, but that's what you want to do, right? <laughs> it's pivotal. <laughs> yes, that is what you want to do. You, yeah. you want to, you want it to be products that you legit love. Yeah. I also think too, people can kind of see through it if you're not. Yeah, you know, if you're not really a fan, right? I yeah, think. like, and I also feel like sometimes some people feel like it's hard to believe, like you know, especially when it comes to skincare. And I see all of these different celebrities using different skincare, and yeah. I know it's been said before, like you really think they're putting that on their face? Yeah, you I'll know? tell you what, there's a you bring all of this up. There is a skincare product that I have fallen in love with through the plastic surgery group. What is it? It's Elastin is the brand, mm. Elastin, and I have never had a more beautiful experience wow. with a skincare product. What and I'm do? like, and I'm like, Tell they need everything. to do commercials for this stuff. <laughs> they need to talk about this stuff because it's so awesome. Mm. Yeah, highly recommend. So does the plastic surgery group pay you to say that about Elastin? Not Elastin? No, no I have never Elastin. been paid to speak about Elastin. Right. I do their other, you know, commercials for other things there. Yeah. But never for the elastin. You think you should get a little dough for the elastin? Well, I think they should. I think that should be included in a commercial somewhere because I would love to talk about it yeah. because it is it so works spectacular. out well. Huh? It's so great. Mm-hmm. But it just makes your skin real. They have this neck, this nectar that uh, it's the way that my face feels after I put the nectar on and then the moisturizer. It just it's smooth and it's silky and it's just. Not oily or greasy at all. No, just, I hate oily. Or it isn't at all. It is oh. just absolute perfection. There's your tagline right I love there. It. It's absolute 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 protection. <laughs> perfection. Perfection. <Sorry>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, a thousand dollars over the course of a year is not a ton of money. You know, it boils down to eighty three dollars a month or about twenty dollars a week. But this could still be an appealing geek for anyone who. Already enjoys trying out new products. There you go. So if you're interested, you can apply at lovehoney.com starting today. But I should warn you, that link may be not safe for work since they do sell sex toys. Yes. <laughs> Tim's already Careful. logged on. Did you get? They have everything. Have, I'll just leave it at that. I'm going to look. They have everything. It's called research, Jeff. <sighs> I know. We're, we don't get in trouble for this. Do it's we? for the show. That's right. <laughs> By the way, uh, I don't know. Speaking of juvenile humor and dirty talk, this is the newest thing that's got social media blushing. Photographer in Canada.
posted photos of an iceberg floating off the coast of Newfoundland. And uh, people love it because it's shaped exactly like a guy's junk. Oh, gosh. He spotted it sticking straight up out of the water last Thursday. And it had a base on each side. So, like, we're talking the whole package. Okay. The photo itself is pretty funny, but the details are also why this is blowing up online. You got to hear this. It was spotted. This is not a joke. It was spotted off the eastern coast of Newfoundland in a spot called Conception Bay. Oh, how about that? And the photographer, this is also not a joke. The photographer happens to be from the nearby town of Dildo. No oh, way. That's a true story. True, really? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the, uh, that's, I'm not making a joke. Who names their town that for starters? The Dildo family. Apparently. My yeah, I mean, how do goodness. any of these towns get <laughs> named, really? You know? <sighs> yeah. I got, uh, they have a, an ice bo- an iceberg boat tour in places like that. <laughs> really? Yeah, imagine what that's like. I got to pull this up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Johnson tour boat, now leaving Conception Bay near the town of Dildo. And if you look over to the starboard side, you'll see a truly massive iceberg. I'm sure you'll marvel at its impressive shape and size. Look at that. You'll have to admit it's going to be hard to beat. Although I did hear a woman on the last tour saying she's seen bigger. Now we're going to have to speed up to get ahead of it because we don't want the tip to fall off. That would be bone chilling. It's just a matter of time until it loses its rigidity and experiences shrinkage because of the cold water. Thanks for riding the Johnson Tour Boat. I'm your guide, Pat McGroin. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.